0: Welcome to the Evolving Lotus Podcast. I believe when we share our stories, it opens up the hearts of others to share their stories as well. Storytelling gives us the sense that we are not alone in our journey of evolution. With this podcast, my hope is that through storytelling, vulnerability, empowerment, and fellowship, we can all bloom together into the best versions of ourselves. Welcome, Lotus Tribe. Hey, Lotus Tribe. Welcome to episode four of the Evolving Lotus Podcast. I know it's been a while since I last recorded an episode, but I do have a good reason. I was so occupied with studying. As you guys know, it's my first semester of nursing school, but I do have a report for y'all. I was able to accomplish all of the goals that I had set out for myself, and I'm extremely proud of myself because it was super hard, but I'm here, and I'm still standing. So I just want to thank you guys for tuning in if you're a first-time listener, Thank you for listening to what I have to say today. And if you're a returner, thank you for giving me time out of your day and constantly and consistently supporting me. It means a lot. So as you guys know, I value your feedback. And some feedback that I got was that it would be cool if at the beginning of each episode, I personally answered the question that I asked you guys at the end of the last episode. So for the last episode, the question was, What are some things that your younger self needs to hear? And just to answer that question, I feel like my younger self needs to hear that it's okay to be herself and not who others think she should be. I think that's something really important. And I think if knowing that early on, I would be a lot further than where I am. Another thing that I feel like my younger self needs to hear, especially for me, is that I'm so proud of her. I feel like my younger self set the groundwork and the foundation to where I'm at right now. And I don't think I would be able to be where I am had my younger self not put in the work that she did, although it was hard, but still being able to be resilient um, despite everything that she went through. So I think those are the two main things that my younger self needs to hear. And I am so excited for what I have in store for y'all this episode. So again, y'all. Let's bloom. All right, so you know I love to start each episode with a quote or an affirmation. So for this week's episode, we'll be reading an affirmation by Alex L. And the affirmation reads I am releasing all thoughts, relationships, and habits that aren't aligned with my growth, purpose, and highest good. I am releasing cycles of settling. I feel like this affirmation is so critical to the topic that. We'll be talking about today and in this affirmation she discussed how we need to release those negative thoughts relationships that don't serve us and sometimes those habits and those habits can be negative negative. and the topic that I will be talking about this week is we can sometimes be our own thieves of joy and I know it's hard to hear but it's the truth and there are so many things that contribute to how sometimes we can steal our own joy. So on this episode, I'll be unpacking all of those things through sharing some personal experiences and stories and giving you guys tips on how to avoid stealing your joy. So getting into the first way of how sometimes we can be thieves of our own joy. I know that is so cliche the saying, comparison is the thief of joy, but it truly is. I feel like when we compare ourselves to others, It leads us to focus on all the negative things that you don't have, and ultimately, it creates a negative mindset, which may evolve into other things. Speaking from my own personal experiences, something that I realized was that it's so common in nursing school for people to discuss the grades that they got on certain topics and assignments, and in doing so, if somebody's saying, yeah, girl, I got a 99, I got a 98, If you didn't score so hot on that assignment in your head, you're like, okay, well, what did I do? How could I have improved? Well, what did they do that I didn't do? And it just leads to a domino effect of negative thinking. So when I started to recognize that this was something that I was doing a lot with comparing myself to my peers in nursing school and just in general, I had to learn how to set those boundaries and to know when certain things or certain conversations may be triggers so knowing that okay if i know this person typically scores well on a test maybe this isn't the person that i should be discussing my grades with because if it's only going to make me feel worse about myself if i'm going to compare myself to them why would you want to continuously put yourself in that situation in that mindset another way that we can steal our own joy is by persistent negative thoughts. So as someone who is an overthinker, um, it's very common for me to come up with scenarios in my own head. I know that is a lot of us, but sometimes those scenarios that we may create in our own head boils over into our relationships and our friendships. So You may notice something, you may peep something, and it may not even be what you think it is. But because of the negative thoughts that we already had and the negative feelings and emotions, it just makes whatever we may have peeped way worse than it really is. And I think the biggest lesson that I learned as far as how my negative thoughts give me my own thief of joy was that sometimes it's you. And when I say it's you, I mean that sometimes it's your mindset when thinking about certain things. And I feel like once you've overthought the situation, in some cases after the fact, you realize that it wasn't that serious or it was totally opposite of what you initially thought it was. But in the meantime, before you discovered that it wasn't that serious or it wasn't what you thought it was, your body had already went through this whole trauma response and these defense mechanisms that it didn't necessarily have to go through if we just would have trained our minds to kind of be mindful of those negative thoughts that we can create. Another way that I feel like we can stir our joy is by not staying true to ourselves and that could be attributed to not going at our own pace with certain things and when I say that I mean, if you're in college, or even if you're not in college, it may be the people that you went to high school with, the people that you grew up with. They could be having these, you know, job ex- opportunities and these new experiences. And you could feel like, dang, like, what am I doing? Why don't I have that? And when you do that, it can cause you to do things by how they look or what they can do for you, but not necessarily because you want to do it. And that could lead you to doing things that you're not necessarily passionate about. And I think that that's something that I've seen so much um, being in college. That some people, they come to school and they're like, yeah, I want to be a doctor. But it's not because they want to. It's because their parents want them to. And they also feel like, well, my peers, are they're going to study pre-med. So maybe that's what I should be doing too. And that's not necessarily it. And then once they realize that they weren't being true to themselves and things that they were passionate about. They grew and found things that they actually loved. And I feel like when we are so caught up with trying to keep up with our peers and to keep up with others in our age group and our demographics, you you won't ever truly be happy. And something that I feel like Complicates this topic even more is social media because you could be seeing someone the same age as you traveling, going on trips, making six figures, and you're like, dang, what am I doing wrong? I knew that for me, my friends, phenomenal. They were getting research opportunities and positions, and I'm like, dang, well, should I have a research position? Is there something that I'm missing? But then I had to really tap in with myself and identify. I don't necessarily like research and I'm glad that I was able to understand that and recognize my passions and my values to make sure that I'm not doing things by how they look and actually doing things that I care about and that I'm passionate about. So I think that is the key thing and when I was watching a sermon on I think last Sunday and it was an Elevation Church sermon but he was saying that You never know the tests that someone had to go through to get to their testimony. So although you may see someone talking about these job opportunities and these experiences that they have, you don't know what it took to get there. So by comparing yourself to where they are and where you are, that may not necessarily be your journey. And that's okay. So recognizing that and just being true to who you are and the things that you love. I think when we don't do that, we can take the fun and the joy out of things that we once loved and that can ultimately steal our joy. So I challenge you all to work on that and tap into things that you really care about and you're really passionate about, even if it's things that may not make you money, even if it's things that may not be seen as cool to other people, do things that make you happy Ultimately, stay true to yourself. So getting into the last few ways of how we can still our own joy, I think the biggest thing to know is give yourself grace. And something that I do that helps me practice gratitude and to also help me practice giving myself some grace is journaling. So I journal the things that I'm grateful for, but I also journal the good days that I have and the bad days that I have. And in doing so, I'm able to go back and reread some of those journal entries and just to see how far I've come. And just to know that, wow, like months ago, this is something that you talked about, something that you prayed for and you have it. So I feel like in doing so, you're able to recognize that everything that I've ever wanted, everything that I have, has come full circle. So feeling like I don't have enough or feeling like I'm not doing enough, that's only in my head because I've come so far and I still have so much further to go. I think that is so important to know and to recognize when it comes to giving yourself grace. Something that I've also learned um, that can contribute to someone still your own joy because I feel like when friendships kind of fall through or Just when the people around you just kind of drift away, I think the easiest thing to do is to think of ways that you weren't the best friend or things that you did wrong or things that you could have done better, but sometimes it's not even you. And I think the key concept to understanding that is to know that you are constantly evolving And so are the people around you. And I know that I mentioned earlier how we can create negative scenarios in our head. So when someone kind of drifts away, it's easy to say, oh my gosh, well, she must not like me anymore. What did I do? She must not want to be my friend. But that just contributes to the negative thoughts and the negative thinking. I feel like in life, we are all constantly changing and becoming better versions of ourselves. And I think when you understand that you are constantly changing and evolving, that you'll give more grace to the people around you. I know that in life, sometimes we are so caught up in our own life journeys and our own struggles that we don't even realize that the people around us are also changing and evolving. So just not taking things so personal. So if you may not have talked to your friend or if you and your friend may have drifted away still being able to check in and say, hey, you know, I was just thinking about you because that goes a long way. And I think that the key thing to just becoming a better person and evolving and to not steal your own joy is to understand that we are all growing. And as many of us are in our early 20s, this is the time where we really learn the most about ourselves. And we must understand that the people around us are also learning and growing. And you may not be the same person that you were in middle school. You may not be the same person you were in high school or even freshman year. And that's okay. So to know that you're going to drift away from people that you were once close to, but also know that as you guys finish your journey of evolution, that if it's meant to be, you guys will reunite and come back together. So... In saying that, I say all of this to say, don't take things so personal and extend the same grace to your friends and those around you as you would like them to extend to you. So I hope that on this episode, you guys were able to learn different ways about how we can still our own joy, but also ways about how you can protect your joy from being taken and ultimately i just want us all to become better versions of ourselves and the key thing in doing so is recognizing how sometimes we can play a major role in our own suffering so recognizing that and changing our behavior to get different outcomes hey lotus tribe so we are officially at the end of episode four of the evolving lotus podcast Now, we talked about a lot of things on this episode, but most importantly, we talked about how comparing ourselves to others can steal our joy. So the question that I have for you guys for this week's episode is, how do you avoid falling into the comparison trap? Now, these could be some things that you plan on working on and utilizing, or these could be some things that you are currently doing at this very moment. So please feel free to drop your responses in the comments section under the post that I will create. Or in the Instagram story response boxes. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Evolving Lotus Podcast. And again, guys, thank you so much for listening. And if you have any topics that you want me to talk about, please feel free to DM me. And I am so open to suggestions. Bye, Lotus Tribe.